to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. We're back. We're back on the block. Woo! That was something to get through right there on that last segment. Man, my goodness. It was, I don't know. Did I get riled up? Did I get kind of hyped? You did. I, hey, listen. Good. If there's anyone that should get riled up about this, it's you, Strick. For hey, real? Listen, you, you were glad. You were glad you didn't see me last season sitting in there in the studio when I was watching <laughs> Nebraska games last season. Uh, it, you, when you saw me on 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 the stream, you, you, I looked kind of calm. But boy, the stuff I wanted to tear up in that room. I'm surprised mm-hmm. we still got equipment in there. I was about <laughs> but nonetheless, we uh, we got through yesterday's segment talking about only only one through five. I mean, I think we ended up coming out with a good balance. We're pretty close on some of our mm-hmm. our choices. Definitely our one and two um, with Bryce uh, Young and and, and um, CJ Stroud. I mean, we were definitely on that point, and and and, and we then we finished up pretty close at five with mm-hmm. Caleb uh, Williams. But now we're going to move to the back half of the group. I mean. Um, you know, there's a couple of ACC guys. You got happy about that. You were all excited. About <laughs> you know, I love ACC my ACC guys. guys. Virginia Tech hey, and all these come on. guys. Uh, I don't know those ACC guys. <laughs> you were real guys. happy about Miami. You were real happy about Tyler Van Dyke <laughs> and his per- potential. Uh, he's going to be good, man. Miami. I'm telling you. Heisman candidate. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me what you think about the second half, and I'll let you start this time. <laughs> well, for going number six, Strick, you'll love this one. Not an ACC guy, but a former ACCC, ACC guy, and at that, a former Hokie. I got Hendon Hooker at number six, transferred from mm. Virginia Tech. Uh, shocker. I think that's a bias. I think that's a bias pick at number six, hey, personally, but go ahead. Listen, all I know is, <laughs> shocker, Justin Fuente, he finds a way to run him out of town, and then Hooker ends up being one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. His backup, Quincy Patterson, wins a national championship at North Dakota State. That's why bye-bye, Justin Fuente, you're done. But Hendon Hooker started 15 of 25 games at Virginia Tech, 2,900 yards, 22 touchdowns, 7 picks. He transfers, takes over the starting job, 3,000 yards passing, 31 touchdowns, and only three interceptions in the gauntlet that is the SEC and the Music City Bowl. When it matters, everyone's sitting in these bowl games, not Hendon Hooker. 378 yards and five touchdowns. I've got him at number six. Well, you're going to be mad at me when I tell you where I got him because you, you – but we're going to <laughs> – You got him in the top ten though, point. right? Top ten? He's in the top right, ten. Right, He's right. in there. He's definitely in my top ten. All right. But uh, you're going to be surprised at this one for me. I'm going to go with Grayson McCall okay. from Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Um, you know, this young man, I, I think in the group of five that he beat out in the race for the automatic bid for New Year's six bowl slate. I, I was excited about that for this young man. And, you know, if he stays healthy and it is a priority for him, he only missed two games last season, including one um, in, in, in two of his losses. And so his production for me is tremendously high. He's got a high scale, high, you know, he's, he, he's very maneuverable. I like his maneuverability and I like his abilities to, um, to, to hit the mark and be on target because 
he finished with the best single season efficiency race rate in FBS history wow. at 207. Point seven. Mm-hmm. That's where I think I like this young man in, in what he's able to bring. He averaged at least 10.5 yards per throw. So that means he's getting that ball downfield. And that's what I like. I like the arm. I like his ability to read and coverage and make decisions and get that ball downfield with accuracy. I've definitely got him in my top 10 strike. I got him a little bit lower. The whole group of five thing just worries me. I don't know. I, I just always... I'm not a big fan of Cincinnati in the playoff. I don't know if that's controversial anymore. I don't think a group of five schools should ever be in the playoff, but that's a different mm-hmm. discussion for a different day. So that's why I have him a little bit lower, but great player. And actually, strict to add to that, he had the highest passing grade in uh, uh, FBS, 93.2. So I've got, go. him, I've got him later on. Don't worry, he's in my top ten. But at seven, I got Dylan Gabriel, UCF transfer. Did get hurt last season. Uh, but before that, in 2020, he had 3,600 yards, 32 two touchdowns and only four picks uh he chose ucla this is interesting i forgot about this to be honest with you he chose ucla and then three weeks later decided he was going to transfer to oklahoma lots of questions at oklahoma the fans are buying venables the fans are buying dylan gabriel had the most fans at a spring game in the entire country so i think it'll help him that he has the fan base behind him but the thing is with Dylan Gabriel, the only question, the only reason I don't have him higher, honestly, I think he's one of the most talented players in college football. There's a lot more pressure playing for Oklahoma than UCF. A lot more pressure. So we'll see how he handles that. But the fans are buying him. Venables, defensive guy. We'll see how that meshes. But I got Dylan Gabriel at seven. At my seven, I got Devin Leary of North Carolina State. And the reason I've got Devin at number seven is that this team, North Carolina State, is just creeping, creeping. Soaring, flying up the preseason yeah. top twenty-five right. list, and I think they may be one of the biggest threats in the ACC to knock off Clemson. I, I really do. Yeah. I think he was overshadowed last year, um, you know, with the performance of Hartman yeah. and I and agree. the former Pittsburgh uh, quarterback and Kenny Pitton, mm-hmm. uh, Pitt, Pickett, <laughs> uh, whom. Our guy loves very much that oh, we yeah. got down here from, from uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Mark Whipple. But, oh, yeah. But Whipple, Whipple freaking loves Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the end of the day, we're going to see how he goes tomorrow as well. But uh, so he earned honorable mention conference, um, you know, honors there after throwing 35 touchdowns, five interceptions. I think he has a better team this year. And with having a better team and better, better pieces surrounding him, I think he's going to sit on the periphery. Of, of of the of the Heisman race, I you okay. know I'm gonna say he's gonna wow. kind of find himself maybe in that four or five race okay. in the Heisman race if 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 he gets the job job done. Yeah, seven that's for me. Interesting. I've got him at eight, so we can go right into it. Uh, for all the reasons you said, uh, honorable uh, mention all ACC only through five picks last year. But the only the the one note that I have here, which is really interesting, is that. All the quarterbacks that we're mentioning, uh, outside of uh, Tyler Van Dyke, uh, so Sam Hartman and Devin Leary now, uh, and whoever Clemson's quarterback is, because Clemson's going to be a well-oiled machine, they'll be back. These are all Atlantic teams. So Devin Leary, that's kind of the issue he runs into. Your honorable mention, all ACC, but... Uh, Sam Hartman's going to be there again in the Atlantic. You would assume that he's probably going to be the best quarterback there. And trust me, whoever Clemson throws out there is going to be a beast, probably going to be a five-star. So that's the only issue that he runs into. But I'm I'm very curious to see. So you think he's on the outside of the Heisman race? 
I'm, uh, I'm gonna. He's my dark horse. He's that's dark your dark horse. horse. Yeah, you might want to throw a little bit of cash on that streak. You might, you might have a pretty good return on that. That's all I'll <laughs> say about that. But yeah, I've got him. Uh, I've got him at eight. All right, my eight is going to be uh, not a surprise, but it may be a surprise to you. But it's going to be Jake Hayner out of Fresno State. Okay. Um, I've got Hayner there because he's going to stay. You know, he jumped into the portal a little bit. He tried to yeah. find out, see, take a sniff, <laughs> take a peek. You know, look, right. look look over the mill, you know, get out the binoculars and see what was going on out there right. in the transfer portal back in December. But rather than, uh, you know, bolting and, and hitting the highway with Kalen DeBoer up to Washington, he decided to stay. And, and in staying, he's reconnecting with his former and now current Fresno State coach, Jeff Tedford. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I and the good thing about that is that they're familiar with each other. Right. Because Tedford is the guy that recruited Hayner to the program. So there's some comfort there. You know, there's some familiarity there. And I like Tedford's track record with the quarterback position. Um, Hayner has the potential with the way that he handles the quarterback with poise, good, strong arm. He may be able to land in the first round with this high quality quarterback uh, class that they have this year, maybe late in the first round uh, in the next year's draft. Don't get too mad at me, Strick. I don't even have him in my top ten. I'm telling you, those group of fives, I'm a hater. I'll be the first to say it. Don't attack me, text line. But these group of five guys, I'm just not buying it. Look at Zach Wilson with the Jets. He's trash. He's not very good. It's going to (laughs) be – it's just how it is. I'm telling you, these group of five guys, the power five level – Completely different ball game. I don't even have him. But you fighting Derek Carr? You fighting you fighting Carr? Hey, trust me, there 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 are some guys in there. Don't get me wrong. Like you have <laughs> okay. your enigmas, but <laughs> I think for the most part you got to roll with the Power Five guys. I don't know. It's just a little bit biased, I guess. But I don't know. Uh, also, I want to make sure we get shoot to nine this. and ten real quick for 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 your for yours before we take a break. I so also want to make sure we get to this uh, text too. Someone says Hope Strick oh, yeah. is cheering on the Celtics. So I would Who? assume the Celtics. Who's cheering on the Celtics? You cheering on the Celtics. I am cheering on See, the Celtics. There you go. No, I had a feeling. I always are. listen. I roll. This is the way I do it. I roll. We're not going to be able to dig into the nine and ten. We'll probably just <laughs> tell them and give a little brief. Right. But I I support the teams to which I played. So you're going to see me support Indiana. You're going to see me support Boston. You're going to see me support mm-hmm. Milwaukee. You're going to see me support Dallas. Um, even though I played for the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, when they were in Vancouver, right? Yeah, Back in the yeah, Vancouver, right? Worst yeah. freaking experience. So I don't know about that. But then it goes to where I had the best experience. So the Celtics and Mavericks is is one A, one B. So they're the ones I'm rooting for to get there. Right. There you go. Uh, also, Texter says you're a clown, Josh Allen. I knew this was going to happen. Hey, that's one guy. Look at the landscape of of the NFL. Most quarterbacks coming from the Power Five level. That's all I'll say. Again, there are enigmas. There are are quarterbacks out there that come from the group of five. I'm not saying all of them, but more often than not, give me that Power Five guy. Uh, Running real quick, Grayson uh, McCall, for everything you said, the only other note that I have is he connected on 19 deep passes, which means that's 20 yards or more, for 605 yards, eight touchdowns, and no interceptions. So he can't throw Mm. the deep ball. And he's a group of five guy. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. So I have him at nine. And at number Number 10, strictly because he was such a highly touted recruit, he was the projected number one overall pick going into last season. I have Spencer Rattler, but he is a clown. I don't know if you saw QB1 on Netflix, Strick. 
Not mm-hmm. a guy that you want to be on your team. Mm-hmm. Also, I have this note. On November 5th, 2021, Rattler's personal quarterback coach, not a guy that coaches at Oklahoma, not a guy that coaches at South Carolina, his personal quarterback coach announced that Rattler would be leaving Oklahoma University at the end of his sophomore season. Kid's a head Suck case. I want nothing Suck to do with him. The only reason yeah. I have him on this list because he was that high and he plays for Shane Beamer, and I got to support the Beamers. I already knew you was a homer. We, we're going to leave that one alone. Uh, Hennon Hooker, a lot of what you said, second best mm-hmm. in the conference, finished third nationally in efficient rating. Love him. Dylan Gabriel for Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Love everything about him. Obviously, the the part that gives me a little, you know, hesitation is the, you know, Central Florida thing. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And there's a lot higher expectations in Oklahoma. You got to perform in Oklahoma. competition. Yep, you got that right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, we're going to head out of here for right now. We'll be back. We'll have a brief discussion about the question, is he a prima donna or is it just situation and circumstance? Deshaun Watson situation's heating up. We'll talk briefly about that when we come back on the block right here at 93.7, the, the ticketfm.com.